calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. My name is Aram. My pronouns are he, him, and welcome to God's Fall. My name is Joe. My pronouns are he, him, and I play Lord Haldir Loran, the newly arisen god of war. Last time on God's Fall, Haldir treaded carefully as he worked to pacify and enrage Caitlin, who had just witnessed him murder Kodak Lightpainter, the demigod of cameras. After appeasing her at at least for now, the Lord of Rylan was found by another divine being, the Red Slod demigod of sewers known as Balaam. There you are. I've been looking for you. In my head. So it's definitely it's definitely not out there, right? No. Because like it's it's definitely not. He's already know he knew where I was previously. Like, why would he try and also? There's like this weird like guttural growl beneath everything, and the voice is too low, too deep, too loud to come from a person. Um, I know there's like a big muck monster or something, right? There's one of the things you were shown as far as the people coming after you. Is that what you're wondering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one, because there's a few demigods that I learned about. One was like a unicorn who was for communities. Demigod to of neighborhoods was it was actually yes. Right. So you heard of Kodiak light painter, obviously handled. Uh, bang bang handled. Balam, who goes by Crimson uh, when she takes human form and steps outside of the sewers, but she is a Crimson Slod, which is like this demon toad thing you know this intelligent demon toad humanoid that's about nine feet tall and deep crimson you also know about kimber the unicorn demigod of neighborhoods and uh, the last one is dooku the kobold demigod of prophet and his gang of golden goths all right, so um, so you said the last one was Dooku, and he's the god of prophet. He is the god of prophets, correct? And his he, super he, fun he, golden goths, all formed of stock bro- young stockbrokers and young middle managers who feel like their subordinates take advantage of them, and this is their way of getting back: is that they dress up in these goth outfits and these ridiculous masks and hats, and they go beat the shit out of poor people. Basically, are they anti-Robin Hood? I mean, like I'm kind of like I feel like we get along, you know. I think even you might find them a little distasteful because, like, they're new money, Haldir, oh. and you're very old money. And they, like, care enough about the subordinates to even waste time hitting them? Like, To be fair, you do beat people, yeah, but, but you'd like, be I just as happy beating anyone. 
In I fact, pay them for it, and it's not because I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, right? Yeah. Like, I would say that actually Halter would probably get off on beating stronger people as opposed to weaker people, more connected, more powerful, more able. I think that would be a bigger thrill than, you know, than punching down, quite literally. It's, it's the it's, it's the power rush, for sure. Yeah, you do what you can. Um, <laughs> so I think, so, I mean, like, so out of the people I know, like, you know, Mr. Kobold's not going to do anything with me himself. If, if he was coming after me, he would he would be sending groups of people that aren't going to speak menacingly in my head. Right. The other one, um, Balam. This is probably Balam. I mean, because like this is not a unicorn voice, unless for some reason unicorns in this universe the most are fucked up unicorns. Extremely <laughs> fucked up. Look upon my magic horn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> clop, clop, clop. Oh my god. It's a unicorn run. So this is it's a, yeah. So it's it's the big slime monster which um, lives in the sewers, which I guess run all throughout the city. But like, what are you gonna do? I'm not in the sewers. Like, are you gonna pop out of the manholes? Like, so like yeah, I've finally found you. First of all, how? Second of all, I don't know if I can respond to this person in my head. Um, you can try. So I guess, you know, just kind of like with disdain, you know, just shut up, Balam. And there's a laughter, like this guttural, awful, wet laughter. And the voice, even though it's in your head, seems to shift from just behind you to somewhere off to the left. I can't do that. I've been commissioned. Back to the fold? Yes. You, the older you, very unhappy with your actions. I wish to speak with you. Bang Bang can be a little eager, repulsive. I, on the other hand, only want peace. The easiest thing for you to do would be to come with me. So, like, how does Haldir kill this dude to take his powers? How do you take the power of the demigod of sewers? Do I have to shit on him to death? Like, I don't even know how to hurt a slime monster, really. Right. You know, like, it will projectile weapons make a, any dent in this person? Only one way to find out. You're hearing this voice in, in your head, but it definitely feels like they're moving around you and somewhat nearby. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, as I as I walk out to the car, I want to see if I can, you know, just flip through the cameras um, as I go. So as I I want to see if I can do three things at a time. I want to see if I can walk, reply in my head and flip through, you know, cameras, all, all the cameras around. OK, you can't do that. Okay. That's not right. that hard. It's just you got to focus. Right. I would like you. Uh, so what are you saying as you're walking then? So I'm going to just gonna say, can't just wait until the Okay. I would like you to roll a perception. And I'm going to have her roll as well. That's a 20 total. It was 14. You look through these cameras and you're flipping through them as you're walking and talking. And you say, like, can't this just wait? And you get this, like, there's like a guttural laugh, right? As you're doing, you're like, <laughs> right? And then from one of the cameras, like, just as you're about to change it, you see a dark shape move about 40 feet to your right. Um, which way is it moving? 
as you're walking, it like slipped from one thing it was like a bush or tree or whatever it was hiding behind to the next one. Um, okay, that's interesting. Was it quick? Like, are we talking? Does this surprisingly thing quick for how large it seemed to be, and surprisingly quiet. What if I promise to go in myself in just a few hours? What if I really promise? I'm gonna keep walking. <laughs> and the, again, burst into laughter, and then you start hearing like click, click, click of heels on stone from the right, and the laughter shifts from your head to that of a woman. And at first there's like this large shadowy shape coming out of the bushes to your right, but then it seems to shrink as it emerges from the shadows, it's as if your eyes were playing a trick on you. And this beautiful blonde woman, six feet tall, legs that go to her neck in this incredibly gorgeous red leather dress right? Her hair is all up in these perfect curls. Her eyes glint with laughter as she smiles at you and walks out. Did you say you made a promise? Oh, well then I guess we're all fine. <laughs> so how close is she to me? She is. So you are, let's say, 60 feet from that cab with the engine idling. And now she stepped out. The cabbie didn't see the red slot, thank goodness. He only saw her. So let's say that you guys are facing off against each other about 20 feet away from each other, and then the cab is 60 feet to the left. Um, all right. So then I'll say, all right, the morning it is then. And as I turn around to walk back to the cab, I want to make sure I'm still watching her through the cameras. Sure. As you turn around to walk towards the cab, she shifts. And her monstrous hulking form comes out, and she's charging you directly. Roll initiative. Alrighty. Uh, seven. God damn it. And she got... Unfortunately for you, a natural 20. Uh. But, but good that she wasted it here. So you hear her shift and like this, like, like, like this, this grotesque noise behind you. And you turn just in time for her to barrel past you, get to the cab and just smash a fist through the window. And she leans in. I suggest you leave. The guy just peels out and she turns and cracks her neck and her, like this weird kind of like shifting form that she has. We're going to go by my rules. Understood. I mean, like, I thought we had some good rapport, you know. <laughs> I thought we had something going. You don't need to be so rude about it. All right, so um, how do I kill a slime monster? So she's, what, I guess like 60 feet away from me, if that's where the cab was? Exactly. Um, so um, is that was that her? I guess that was her action. That was her action. Whatever you say. And I want to um, summon probably the uh, uh, the Tommy gun. Yeah, that's probably a good move. And I, so. I want to like and and I want to shoot her with it because I well how big is she? Because I'm trying to get a sense of like how how hard the target is to hit at this range. So she's basically a nine foot tall, and that's hunched over a uh, giant red monster. Okay, all right, yeah. So uh, I think Tommy gun's the best way to do it. I want to aim. The thing's gonna. So the atomic gun has some natural, um, when you pull a trigger of a gun and it like shoots up. Goes up and to the left.
just basically emptying a drum into this thing. You're just going to empty the thing. So how the Tommy gun works is that you can do either a burst where you're like pulling the trigger and firing a couple bullets like a gun, right? Or you can just full auto, which is I assume what you're doing right here. Oh, yes. When you do full auto, you do it and then you have to reload the next round. And because it's a Tommy gun, even though it's a big thing, it takes a whole action. Like you just summon the thing and slap it in, drop the other one, but it takes you around to reload it. So that's how this Tommy gun's going to work because when you fire full auto, it does more damage. <laughs> so I would like you to roll to hit. Uh, just go ahead and click plus seven on any of the weapons, and then I'll tell you how much damage to roll. Um, wait, quick question about the, uh, about the do I have to reload or can I resummon a different weapon instead of reloading? Even then it would take an action. Oh, no, it takes oh, a bonus reason. action to summon. You can't summon the same weapon you have. That's the problem. Okay. So you'd have to, yeah, yeah. So you can't, you, uh, you, like, it's can clever. You could summon a new weapon. You could loaded. drop the Tommy gun, summon a pistol, and fire at the same round. So you would just have to, you would just have to switch weapons in order to do that. Right, okay. I'm going to roll, so plus seven, that's 11 and seven is 18. That's definitely going to hit. Uh, no, I would like you to go ahead and and roll the damage for your hunting rifle, but roll it twice. Um, so that was eight for the first roll. That's two. It's two D10 plus four, right? Yep. Yeah, I got a three to one. So eight total for the first one. And then 17 total for the second. So, so 25 there. points of damage total. Yeah. Okay. So you just you know, say hello to you. Know, just <laughs> unload this thing. It's like you know, rips it out. Just blasting this thing. Bullets are ripping into it. They're smashing into like the cars it's driving away. They're ricocheting off the street. And you can see them slamming into her. And it's clearly hurting her as she throws her hands to take some of the oh, that's good. of the shells. It's not ripping through her flesh like you'd hoped it would, but it's not undamaging. Like it's definitely hurting her. All right. Okay. So that's, that's something at least. At least I know there's at least some possibility for range damage here. I was thinking like the Warhammer at close range might be the better way to do it. Um, sure. There's lots of options. That's, I mean, that's cool. So I, I also, I want to know, like, is it possible, like, were there any sort of like fire grenades back in Haldir's time? Yeah, um, there would be like, I mean, there would be, uh, the, the problem with your time is that they weren't exactly weapons. Like there was this dwarven acid that was highly explosive and was used as an explosive, but it wasn't so much a weapon. It was an acid that could be dangerous, right? You need things to be weapons, even though you could beat someone to, to death with say yeah, a table a leg chair or a yeah. chair you can't summon those things those things aren't weapons you could summon a baseball bat because even right. though it's a tool and a sports equipment in the popular zeitgeist that's a weapon i'm just trying to think of what the because like i don't want to just kill this thing outright not that i i don't even know how close i am to that you know um but i think maybe fire maybe like toxic fumes do i have a poison grenade you know, which I don't think those existed back in the day. Uh, not from your world, no. You could find them here. Touch all the things you want to. I go know, over to the local army. To do. Just go over to the local military range, touch a few fucking tanks, maybe a cruise missile. I mean, you know. That is a... I mean, that's the goal. You'd that's have to know what goal. a cruise missile was, which is a problem. But I also have to get away from this big ass monster this big fucking and, I, and do you have any other actions or movements to take 
I mean, like I can summon another because I can attack twice per round, right? Or I guess so. I guess I could summon another weapon. As yes, a, you basically action. could. You emptied the Tommy gun. You can drop it and pull a pistol or a rifle or a shotgun, whatever the hell else you, else you want to do. <sighs> drop it, and I want to summon the shotgun. Her arms are coming down. Her eyes are glowing red with fury as the shotgun comes up in your hand. And please roll to hit. That's a nine. You fire. And like she kind of sees the second gun coming up and moves again so fast. Goes down, jigs to the side, out of your way, and then comes right back at you and closes that distance in a heartbeat. A 20. Which hits you because I can see your armor class. So (laughs) she basically just just slashes right across your chest. Seven plus seven, 14 points of damage. You can see where some of the bullets struck her in her arm, where the plating is much harder than on her body. And like, you can see one of the shells, like half buried in her arm, and you can see that wound healing as it kicks the bullet back out and it falls to the ground. She's constantly regenerating damage. That is very bad. Um, and she's really close to me right now? Correct. She's in your face. Yeah, very much so. So um, I think, um, yeah, I, I don't know how effective bullets are going to be for this person. So I think I have a green flame blade that I think would, would not be a horrible um, thing to use at the moment. So I think it's one die eight flame. What does that actually mean? It's a spell. It's a bonus action that you add to a weapon but you have to summon your scimitar as a bonus action. So you can't do two bonus actions at once. So um, is that something that can be added to any weapons? Like if I wanted to use a war hammer, could I add it? Any, any melee it? weapon, any melee oh, weapon. Yep. Okay, so I can't I can't add it to my bullets. Can I no, it sadly can add it to your bullets. Green flame blade, Joe, not green flame shotgun shell. All right. So, all right. So I guess goal at the moment is, um, so for, for banishment, they have to roll a charisma save. Correct, exactly. Yeah, so I want to try. I want to try and cast. Um, this is this is a high risk. Uh, what's the what's the range on this actually? The range is sixty feet. I mean, but this thing, but this thing can hit me sixty feet. Like it, it can, it can. Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. The range to cast it on a creature is sixty feet away. You, you banish target to a harmless demiplane while there. The target is incapacitated, but they they come back after a minute. Yes, right? they come back after a minute. It's not permanent. So, I mean. The issue with Thunderstep is that it takes me only 60 feet, I guess 90 feet away. And I know that, so, I mean, the problem is I know this thing has a range of at least 80 it, feet, It ran right? 60 feet and attacked you. That's what But happened. it also reached the cabbie and it was, it was like. You were both 60 feet away from the cab. Oh, we were both 60 feet away from the cabbie. So it, it's got at least a 60 foot range. I worry that it might have longer than a 90 foot range. You um, have done a lot of combat. That thing went flat out to get to the cab and went flat out to get to you. So how does spells work? Can I cast two spells in a turn? You Is can't. That the way you can only cast yeah, one spell in a turn. That fucking cab is gone. Um, I think banishment. Not far gone. Remember, these are only six second rounds and there's only been one. That cabbie just started to pull away. It's within 90 feet. And you can see right into the back seat. Yeah, so 
Yeah, yeah. So that's We're gonna have to roll a dexterity so, roll on top of casting the, the spell way. to get into the backseat of that car. But yes, you could do it. I think that's the way. Is I want to, you know, teleport into the cabbies. Okay. Uh, the back of the cabbies. The only other problem is that since you're casting a spell directly in front of them, uh, she's gonna get an attack of opportunity as well. What does that mean? It means that she's gonna hit you as you vanish, or she's gonna try to anyway. Uh, okay. All right. So you, for the first time in a while, step back into your old self and recall the magics that you were brought up with. You haven't had to reach back for an emergency yeah, spell for in a quite a while. And you start to cast it. Her eyes just glow with rage and there's this guttural scream that comes up from her and she just dives down with her claws to try and run you through. 12 plus 7 is 19, which unfortunately still hits you. 12 plus 5 is 17 more points of damage as her, like, long-ass skeletal bone fingers just burst through your left shoulder. And that takes you down to 28. As she skewers you, you vanish from where you are in an explosion of thunder and lightning. And I would like you to roll that 4 die 10 damage. Uh, 30. 30 points of damage? 30 points of damage. Okay, so there's this explosion. She shot back 20 feet, smashes through one of those glass columns and goes rolling. Uh, 14. You appear in this back seat. You kind of like crack your head. The motion of the car catching you like, you know, slams you backward and you crack at the, the back of your head and it stings and you're bleeding profusely. And the cabbie is like, whoa, whoa, and like loses control a little bit, but manages to bring it back. Whoa, what? What's, look, I don't want no trouble. Just drive. Okay. And just guns it. And you just can feel her behind you. And as you glance out the back window, she is running to the street and she's fucking pumping, right? Probably going 30, 40 miles an hour, but the car is able to pull away and leave her behind. And as it turns to the left, it's the last you see of her. Yeah. So I want to just make sure at all times, you know, first of all, I want to give him, I want to give the cabbie the address to the place that I was previously. She doesn't know I was there. She just found me. Like, I think that that place is safe. I know they have a doctor and I know at least I can camouflage myself um, relatively well. So I, I want to, but I want to keep as, as the cabbie is driving there, I want to keep the cameras that are behind me, like all the 200, 200 cameras around me just to make sure like flashing through that she's not following. Sure. Absolutely. And like, you can see her, you find her right away. She's just standing in the middle of the road, like, and all of her wounds are healing until she's perfectly fine. And then she shrinks back down to the woman. The blonde hair spills out of her scalp. It's a very odd transformation as the fingers slink back in. She just cracks her neck and she pulls a little phone out, clicks it open, and she talks into it for a moment, shrugs, flips it back shut, and then lifts open a sewer grate and drops inside. So um, I want to, like, to this place. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I guess all I'm doing is trying to, just making sure that, you know, keeping watch out for her or anybody else around me as we move to the, um, uh, to that underground area hotel thing that I was at previously. When I'm trying to remember, um, I'm pretty sure that Zion gave you a healing potion. Do you remember that? 
back on the boat a long I time ago. I have extremely vague memory of that, and it might be you implanting that memory in my mind right now. No, I'm pretty sure you did. So I would say that as you're sitting back and you've got that little bag with you, right? Like you kind of like, or like maybe have an inside pocket and it kind of pokes you in the ribs, but you're reminded of the fact that you do have that singular healing potion. So what does resting do for me? So if you were to take a rest, which you would need more. So if you're going back home and take your rest, if you take a long rest, you'll just heal. You'll be able to heal so all your wounds. You know, how long bandage is a long yourself rest? up. A long rest is you have to meditate for four hours. It's what? It's probably four in the morning now. Yeah, it's actually probably around 4 a.m. right now. Yeah. Um, how long, like, how do healing potions work? Does it take effect immediately? Yeah. You is drink it, it and you heal as fast as you saw her healing. All right. Oh, that's fine then. I'm going to wait um, and not use that yet because in theory, I'm going someplace that should be safe um, because, you know, you have to hope that the only person that knew I was there is the person I've recently murdered. So, um, like, I'm just, I'm going, I'm going there. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So the cabbie pulls up, uh, like, has a little trouble finding it, like gets to the garage and is looking for an entrance. And then you're kind of like, no, it's down, you know, direct yeah. it down into the parking garage. Yeah. You, you, you pull up, you get out. And just as you're going to close the door, he's already peeling away. The door just yeah. kind of flops open, slams back shut. And he's just pulling out as fast as he can. Yeah. All right. So I want to go up to, uh, well, first of all, same thing, disguise myself in the cameras. Um, it doesn't have to be that same orc. Actually, I don't want it to be that same orc because if anybody was watching in the cameras, they saw this orc fight this big ass thing. So some other kind of like bottom feeder, you know, nondescript, generic, like borderline homeless. Um, uh, probably, um, I guess there's probably not very many of those of those things being elves. So maybe human, you know, generic human that's kind of dirty. That's how, that's how I want to be viewed in the well, cameras. Well, as far as you're concerned, all humans are kind so of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That's kind of how you view them. Might as well be asked to tell different pigs apart. You know, that's how right. would yeah. one do it? I don't know how you, how you do it. Just... So you turn into like the most average Chad you possibly yeah. could <laughs> as you're walking towards this door. Um, and uh, how, did I, how, did, how did I do it last time? And I just, you know... It, how's it set up? Is it the glass out front? I'm trying to no, remember. No, so you're basically the, just like, like it's a dingy concrete wall. There's a yeah. steel door in front of you with one of those little slide hatches, and that's it. And then there's a camera outside that you've taken control of and are showing what you want to show. Okay, yeah. So then I just, you know, I bang on the door again. A little shift in our chair being drug up, and he kind of gets up on and he opens it up. Oh, it's you. What do you want? My room. Um. Oh, we're we're uh, we're a uh, book for the night. Yeah, we're we're really oh we're busy. Yeah, um, busy. I left here four hours ago. You booked up in four hours. Mm, super busy night. Yeah. Oh wow. Gotta gotta get back to it. You understand, right? Unfortunately, I I need this place. So uh. I have my money. I want to reach in and pull out like just a gem, but man, is it nice. Like something that is like extravagant, you know, that they're like, whoa. Um, so I like reach in and pull out something that is, you know, probably worth for them, like buying out the full hotel. Probably yeah. for a couple nights. Okay. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So you just hold that up to the window and you can, and you just see his eyes. And he's like, mm. 
Fine. And then he oh, yeah. It opens, but there's a chain. He's like, oh, yeah. let me see it again. He doesn't he reach for it. He just leans in, take a real good look at it. Yeah, I hold it up. Yeah. All right. He takes off the chain. Get in, get in. And he slams the door real quick and locks it. And he snatches the gem and he walks around and he looks at it, looks at it in, in the light real carefully, looks back at you and puts it down on his table as he takes a seat. People were looking for you. Who was looking for me? Fucking golden goths. All right. So they do know I'm here. Or at least they know that I have been here before. The Golden Goths are looking for me. That's interesting. If anybody can be bought out, no, I mean in theory, but they have a lot of money, so that's that's their whole thing. You, you got to super buy them out for cash, you need stock yeah. options. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They don't care about that gem, right? <laughs> Fuck that. They want their te- their Tesla stock is up fifteen percent. Yeah, you can yeah. buy this dude off with a fucking trinket. They need to buy wealth. You got real estate? They'll talk to you. <laughs> oh shit! What did you tell them? I told them you weren't here. Showed them your room. They tore it apart. All right. Um, that's gonna be problematic. I mean, maybe problematic. Just, just like, what's the other option? Well, there is the bonus that they've cleared this place out. So that's right. Probably wouldn't yeah. expect you to return. So that's helpful, you know? Um, so I say, all right. Um, so I just like shake my head. I need a different room. Something with an exit. All right. And uh, you still want to like security? Obviously. All right, come on. And he walks you down the same place you were. He's got this huge key ring on him as he's going through keys. And you walk past where your room was. And the door is busted in. And there's just stuff strewn everywhere. The mattress is turned over and ripped open. One of the windows is busted. And in the middle of the room is your, like, big, huge shawl fur thing all kind of clumped in the middle. Hey. So I just I just stop quickly. Um um, and just say, hold on. Um, do I want that? I don't want that. Never you want it. So you just stop no. and look at it for a moment. I stop, I look at it, and I consider it, and I'm like, why'd they leave it? I don't know. It just sketches me out. You know, it's like, why'd they leave it? And I don't know why they would have left it. I don't know anything about necessarily tracking, but it's like, I don't know what the deal is with that. So I leave it. Um, and he actually sees that you looked in. He's like, yeah, they pissed on it. Thanks a lot, asshole. And he keeps <laughs> and, and he and he keeps walking you down. And he gets you to a room at the end of the hall, and he unlocks it, and pulls it open. He's got the same big heavy door, and inside is a very similar room to where you were. And he walks in. He opens one of the closets, but instead of a closet, there's a ladder up to its own door, or like a hatch almost. Like you would you you, you would have to like duck down to get through it. Right. That goes right out to the street in the alley. Happy? And I just go, <clears throat> like a grunt. Mm. And then just, you know, look at him until he turns away and leaves. And he, just, he just squints his eyes as narrow as he can and still see you. And he, like, just kind of walks up right up to you and looks right up at your face. Check out. He's at 11. And he walks around you and <laughs> slams the door. All right. Um, so, bolt doors. Uh I don't have any like spells that would bolt doors. Of course I don't. What the fuck am I talking about? This whole thing is no, like there's no, no in any real world. It wouldn't matter. So, um, what? Well, yeah. I, I, when did I summon my lions? 
last? Like, can I summon them again? Are they? Yeah, you can totally. You only summon them for like 20 minutes last time. And you can summon them for an hour every night. In fact, when you went to go pull out that gem, like you store your lions in the same bag as your money, right? And as your fingers brushed against the lions as you were digging for a gem, you could hear them. And they were just like, let us out. Throw us through that small hole. Let us eat tiny, (laughs) annoying gnome men. Let us kill him. You're like, no, hang on. We're just going to get through this quietly, guys. But they were raring to go. I need four hours to rest is the issue. All right. So I guess what I'm going to do is meditate. Okay. um, For four hours. Excellent. Then you Um, just uh, lock up and how do you do it? Before I do that. Yeah. Because it's the middle of the night. I'd rather do it now. Um, because it's like 4am. So it's not really the middle of the night. All right. Whatever. I'd rather do it now because no one's coming after me currently. Yeah. I want to be able to see if I can concentrate and if I can see through all the cameras in the city. So you start to think about it and then like you can feel the cameras, but you can also feel that they're connected. And so you have that little black and white TV where you can see out of that camera and you just are kind of like drawn to it. And there's like divine energy in it. And you can feel like you could make a physical bridge with that TV. Freaks me out, you know, because like Haldir's going to find out. Yeah. All right. We're going to wait. I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't want to do this yet. So I I guess I'm going to crash. I'm going to meditate for four hours first. Okay. Then you, uh, the most comfortable place would be the bed. There's also like an, like, like a little desk with a chair. Where would you like to do this, Haldir? Um, I want to do it with a chair next to the open closet facing the door. (laughs) Smart. Door to the closet's open in your hand facing the door. Sure. Excellent. So you're just going to sit and meditate there and you rest for four hours. Uh, Morning comes some, you, you, you actually are kind of like brought out of this meditation with the sounds of birds chirping from somewhere just above you. So am I, am I healed? You are fully healed. So what you, so, so what you do here is at the, at at the top of your chart, there's a button that says long rest. Do you see that? Just above where your hit points are. Click, uh, uh, click that, click, take long rest, click confirm. And you have your long rest, which also gives your spell slots back and everything else. So now when I'm awake, now I want to do the, I want to, I want to bridge. So when you say bridge with the TV, is this the idea that I'm going to be able to now bridge with the entire web and like get a great sense of everything that's happening is that well you have to try i mean there's definitely like 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 you feel a greater connection in that box is all i can tell you right now let's fucking do it dude like let's do it i'm close to an exit you know i'll be able to leave immediately you will i'd like you to roll your divinity which is as the god of war is uh is your constitution or strength right except it's not as the demigod of, as the, well, you're the god of cameras now, which is interesting. It's not as, so you use constitution when you use war, or sorry, you use strength when you use your war powers, right? Right. Yeah. But you use different abilities when you use camera. So I'm assuming it's going to be charisma. So I would like so you is to. Is that the, a saving throw that I'm using then? Yeah, go ahead and roll that plus six charisma. Come on, Nat 20. Uh, 18. Nice. Yeah. So it was a 12. So inst- instantly you can see every every camera in the hotel. You can see all the ones that were obvious and all the ones that he's hidden inside rooms, including the one that's hidden inside your room that you can now clearly see that's embedded in the phone. Oh, what a little asshole. 
Is that one also showing me? Is that one showing me as real Haldir or as? My, it's it's um, currently showing you as real Haldir because you'd let that down. Like you can change it if you want to, but it's like a little like it's clearly like inside some kind of dome, and it's a really. It's like if you were looking through a pinhole in a door. That's yeah. how you know. That's what. That's the view you're seeing right now. So what about the what about the wider city? So you're kind of in this network for a while, and then you can start feeling other cameras. And you can like, there's like a gas station across the street. There's a bank down the road. There's a couple of cameras just that the city owns on poles that belong to the police or whatever. And you can feel out to about a thousand feet. It's almost like you can see a little circular map all around you as you concentrate on it. So what I'm looking for are you know, I want I want to survey it for the Golden Goths, for um, um, the cold, not the cobalt, the uh, uh, Balam. Yep. The, the the you know the scary lizard lady, and then um, more almost most importantly, I'm looking for some kind of armory, like not individual weapons. I don't care that there's a pistol laying around. What I want is somebody's stash of army weapons you know like something and, and hopefully you know these places will have cameras you know nothing you know ideally someplace that's not too heavily guarded you know something that would be really easy to access I would like you to roll perception perception is a plus six for me that's uh, natural 20 Okay, so you just feel like 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 you almost have to like sit back because you're just flooded with imagery all at once, and you just shake your head and you're trying to separate ones out, and you're instantly outside of the hotel, and there's a camera like right outside of that parking a garage ramp where you come in, and you can see two of the golden goths who are kind of leaning against a wall and like looking at the parking a garage and looking right towards the front door of this place you just walked into, and are talking on a cell phone as they're watching. As it pulls back further, you can see uh, like uh, like a couple different restaurants. There's there's a a camera inside a massage parlor. There's all these different views you're getting and you're jumping around them. You're not seeing exactly what you want. And as you jump to like a larger outside shot to kind of get reoriented, you can hear sirens. And there's a dozen, if not more, police cars screaming towards your direction. Okay, but what about the armory? <laughs> uh, you don't see an armory immediately around you. You are kind of downtown in a city. Like, it's not going to be an armory. There is a police station. I was station. hoping, uh, I was, uh, police station, they don't have grenades. I'm looking for grenades. Like, yeah. I'm looking for, that's all. Yeah, well, they got flashbangs and they've got tear gas, like most police would have, right? So they've got I'm those looking things. for something that, like, violates the Geneva Convention, you know? Like, I want... Yeah, fortunately, we don't like give our police... mustard gas. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, in this world, they haven't quite gone that far. Their police don't usually violate whatever conventions they have. Like, they've got, like, normal cop stuff, right? It's scary, but it's cop stuff. They don't have grenades or rocket launchers yeah. or shit like no that. Mines. Yeah. You're downtown. I mean, there's not, like... I mean, you know, you can't just put an armory in downtown New York, New York City. People would be pissed off. Well, I was thinking maybe the hotel had something because it's like a sketchy ass, like, I mean, you it's know, hotel very for sketchy. Criminals. And like, like you can definitely yeah, see from the no, front no desk camera that he's that got like a like, gun loaded underneath the counter. You know, like, I was just, you know, <laughs> make my day. 
It'd be great though, wouldn't um, it? You know, all right, well, well, make my that's day. Handy. You uh, pay your bill. It's or time not. to go. Right. Um, so, uh, I'm going up and out the whatever sure. that thing is above me. Easy. Push open a door. You can you you like or you kind of step into an alley or kind of climb into an alley, and you glance out at just as these cop cars come roaring past you, come around the block, and you can like hear the tone shift as they go into that underground parking a garage. Doors are flying open. You can hear feet running and a banging on a door as you casually walk out onto the street whistling and just leave them behind. Um, all right. So what am I? I mean, like, I, I, I'm lost for, for plans here, you know? Like, what I'd, I'd love to do is kill that sewer lady, but, you know, I, I don't have a great way of doing it but while also taking her powers at the moment uh, what i'd love to do is um you know kill big daddy haldir but i'm gonna be honest i don't think i can win that confrontation at the moment well you know um, where he's gonna be in just a couple hours he's gonna be giving the founding ceremony speech at the loss that's true but like what does that have to do with me you know right Exactly. Well, the only thing Caitlin said is that there'd be a lot of dreams and hopes there and a lot of energy she could use. Oh, that's a good point. She was hoping, yeah, she wanted to, she was hoping it would get you back to where you came from. Oh. Or that she could somehow hide, you know, hijack that to get you back to where you came from. That was your original plan. All right. So I guess that's, I, I guess that's the, that's where we're heading then. Your phone buzzes. Walk two blocks north and turn left. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, still playing, still playing the part. I go, <laughs> thanks, Caitlin. Whatever attempt at a forced laugh, you know, like. There's a little uh, text, a smiley face, right? And then you walk two blocks north and left. And there's like, uh, like a very early morning cafe, um, small, clearly personally owned, not like a Starbucks chain. And it's got like the most amazing and intricate pastries. So I feel like I'm metagaming here. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, who cares about the pastries? Am I hungry? Is that, do I have to eat? I mean, you haven't, A. And B, like, you know, it's just, it's just something that would kind of jar you. I think after all the things you've been through, to see such beautiful delicacy would be a little jarring. Also, it's kind of what you're used to. Like, these are the things that should be presented to Haldir, Lord of Ryland, you know? So I think you would notice it, yeah. Or, or at least because you were trying to figure out why the hell you've been brought here. And to be clear, the cameras, uh, they're all showing, um, like any camera I walk by is like, I'm camouflaged as I go, you know, and what, and, and my little generic at this, chat. at this point, you've got it down. It's like having an alter self, a spell, but it can only be seen through cameras, through the cameras. Yep. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, let's get some, well, I mean, like, what's the point? So how, how close is this to the, well, that's the thing. It's about seven, right? Cause you went, you yeah. well, actually probably about eight. So you got about yeah. an hour to kill. And you're like 20 minutes away, even by walking. So, I mean. But I mean, I still look like shit, though, don't I? You do look bad. You don't look great. Um, you could perhaps find options to fix that. Yeah. I mean, the, that, I, I, think, I think that's, the, that's probably what, what, you, what I want to do is find a place to make myself look yeah, to like, you know, get my clothes fixed sure. or get different clothes or whatever it is. So um, because, I mean, if I if I want to blend in someplace, 
a, a super fancy pastry shop while I'm covered in a jacket that's five times my size and with rips and, you know, probably blood stains all over me is not the place to do it. So I think. Do um, you say that out loud to the phone? <laughs> like, no, Caitlin, I want to go somewhere where there's clothes. Yes, that's exactly what I say. And there's like dot, dot, dot. And then the exact same instructions pop up, except now it's just. You have arrived at your destination. Okay, I'll follow the instructions. And so you push open this door and there's like that little ding, ding, ding bell. And this little old woman peeks around here for some. And then she looks at you. Oh, I got a call. Yes, hang on. And she walks back and she's like, yes. Okay, yes. Close, dear. Yes. Come with me. And she walks you to the back and like, like there's this little door she opens. It's just filled with garments and a little sewing machine, a little mirror. Like there's not a lot of room, but you can work with them. Step up, step up. Your friend called not just a minute ago. You were quick. <laughs> she's a very good assistant. No, oh, she's excellent. She's already measuring you. She's like, you want something quick, right? Something you can walk out with today? Something I can walk out with 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Well, you're just gonna have to go with what I've got. And she starts looking around and I would like you to roll a luck roll. That's the same thing. Just roll a D20 and then call high or low. I'm going to go low. That's a two. So she has clothes you can wear. And okay. what would you like there to be? What kind of clothing would you like there to be for Haldir? Um, I'm thinking something really like... Very classy, you know, like a suit, but something that not, not something that's like really restricting because I'm going to need some good movement, you know, but someplace, you know, something that's like, what was he wearing before? For some reason, I have, I have this picture in my head of him wearing like a form fitting black suit with, with a collar. What's that called? It was like a minimal collar. It was the, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's something, Something it's kind of the style. So there's something similar in like a light gray. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So she takes it off. Uh, the sleeves are a little long. If you've got five minutes, I can take care of that dear. Five minutes. Okay. And you just stand there as she quickly sews. And she's like, so are you in town for a visit? How do I make small talk? Like, what is this? She doesn't really matter. She just keeps talking. So if you don't make small talk, she just fills the air. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And she's going around and she has you step into the trousers and she, and like, we have to, you know, you like take off your boots and she's measuring you and she gets, she just kind of tucks like five more minutes. Just let me get this hem. Okay. And she's tucking your, uh, the ends of the pants under and like sewing them like on you as she's like going around your ankle, but she's not stabbing you. She's very good. She hasn't hit you once. Right. I just want to make sure as well, I'm, I'm scanning cameras as we, as we're here, you know, all, everything around me. It's pretty quiet around here. If, if you're looking back to the hotel, uh, some of the officers have moved their cars and are now blocking off all the areas around this hotel. And she, uh, you know, she just can, you know, she keeps sewing. Uh, she gives you new socks cause yours are soaked in blood. She gives you new shoes. She doesn't even question it. You got to respect the professionalism. You guys have found some good people. Uh, the bill comes to 20 gold, which is not cheap, but you got exactly what you wanted. And half an hour later, you're ready to go. Sounds good to me. 20 gold. She's um, quite happy as she drops it into her hand and places it into her register. Would you like a coffee too, dear? You look like you could use it. 
I just I just slept for four hours. I'm I just meditated for four hours. I'm fine. You did, so but you're just, still pretty fucking haggard. Yeah. <laughs> You've had a night. Um, no, no. Let's 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 play into Caitlin and go back to the coffee shop. Well, you're in the coffee shop. The coffee oh. shop was the place. So she had you go into the coffee shop, and then in the back, this woman had this oh. little tailor shop. Yes, yeah, so you're in the coffee shop. Oh She's offering God. you coffee. Um, and I so 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 what I say is yes, thank you, and also. One of those pastries. Do you have a preference? What would you like me to pick? You pick. And she like gets a little excited. She goes and gets you a perfect cappuccino. And she lays it out in front of you on this gorgeous little porcelain plate. And then she pulls out this. It looks like a little, like a little basket almost. But if a basket was holding a nest... And then inside the nest are these beautiful little robin's eggs. And it's like this perfect little muffin that she just pushes in front of you. I think you'll like that one. It's made with rose water. One of my favorites. Is there a way for me to like scan my food for poison? Let's see what you got. It would make sense for you to have detect poison, but I don't think you I can think detect poison as what no, you are. I don't think I do. There isn't a detect poison in your arsenal. It's the best I can tell you. You could roll insight and try and like see if she's trying to fuck you. Oh, can I? Yeah, totally. Can I roll inside to see if she's see if she's like maybe lying or 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 hundred percent? All right, yeah, let's do that. Where is insight? So I've got a plus three. I'm gonna roll that. It's an eleven. There's not much for her to like. She's like, there's not much going on under the surface. She seems to be being very upfront, and like, there's no malice from her, and she didn't really like want to hurry you along, and she didn't seem afraid of you. So, I mean, all right, I use banishment on her. I'm just kidding. I'll be back, motherfucker. What I want is a bag. Like, can I, I'm going to take the coffee now and say, can I get this muffin to go? Of course you can, dear. And she puts into a little perfect pink paper bag, which has like, almost, which, which like at the top and bottom have what look like lace doilies. And you're kind of amused as they are lace doilies that have been attached to the top and bottom of every bag. And it doesn't like, like the packaging is Everything about this place is perfect, frankly. Like you kind of want to just stay here and spend some time. So I want the bag because ideally I like to give it to Caitlin. Um, because I feel like that would be a nice little gesture. That's sweet. Yeah. Would dispel some of her uh you know, her worries that I am. Look, I could be bought with food. I mean, horrible. You know. Yeah, nice little muffins. So I think and now like I'm a little I'm an hour early, so or I guess I don't know, I got probably forty five minutes early at this point. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to see, you know, I, I want to go, I guess, I sit down, you know, drink my coffee, but also scan the entire area for like cameras. So the same thing I did at the, at the hotel, I want to, you know, scan the cameras and find what I'm looking for is a place that I can be that's still close enough for the crowd to the crowd for Caitlin's, um, you know, for her, um, ability to be able to work, but far enough away that, uh, or, or hidden enough that like. If, you know, if in the process of being teleported back home or like whatever, that if I was to, you know, light up really bright or, you know, do a thunderstep type of explosion, it wouldn't be immediately evident where I was. Well, thundersteps can be seen no matter what you do. There's nothing you can do. That thing is loud. Yeah. It's literally like a crack of Take thunder out. hit. You can't hide that, right? But so there is, again, the loss, which is the circular glass 
platform which and, and that like vanishing whirlpool directly in the middle of it to symbolize all of the loss and the hopes and the dreams that fall into it right and that. also to symbolize release people will you know come and they'll bring they didn't really expect this to happen but people started coming and bringing things that meant something that meant something about a person that was lost and then casting them into this endless world as a way of of letting go. And around there, there's a lot of, again, bushes and trees and benches. There's plenty. And also it's filling up. Like there are thousands of people milling about in the area. You could slip in there quite easily, especially because you can hide what you look like on cameras. So I want to, I want to find a, a place that's a little bit more secluded though. Sure. You know, something yeah. that is like, do I have to be in sight of these people or can I find, you know, an area that's a, that's like a maintenance area? So you don't really know. Well, there's definitely a maintenance area. That's easy. There are some like tucked away things. Like there's a grove of trees and then hidden inside that is like an electrical box and shit like that. No, electrical how, box. How close is that to a, a divinity right? battery, right? A divinity um, battery. Right, right, right. That's definitely within sight of everything. You could clearly watch everything that was happening. Is it, um, is it close to a sewer grate? You don't see any directly around it, but not far. I mean, this is a public I mean, a city. city, so right. like yeah. within a couple hundred feet, sure. But not like right next to it, where okay. like a hand yeah, can reach out within, and drag you under. Not within 60 feet or like. Exactly. She is the it master. How'd they kill it? They use. I never watched the movies. Fears. And I never read the book. Book is The book really is really good. great. And I love Stephen King. It was just one of the ones I didn't get to. You know, yeah. and I read it's, the stand. I read the extended version you read of the, the stand. Extended I read the stand. two thousand whatever the fuck it was pages. The Bible, yep. the, the the half the the encyclopedia A through F. That was the stand. Yes, I read that. Incredible book. Incredible book. What am I doing here? So I want to. You're find finishing your delicious coffee. It is so coffee. good, by the way. And she sees that you put the thing into a little bag, and you've been sitting there for like ten minutes, and you've zoned out completely because you are inside <laughs> these cameras. And when you come to, your cup has been refilled, and there's a second little pastry on a little teeny pink plate that's literally just big enough for this little pastry to sit perfectly in the center of it, where it's got a raised ridge that holds it so snugly. Everything is just right here. That is absolutely adorable. Um, I take it and put it in the bag. <laughs> Fair. Now, uh, and you can like, you can hear some music gearing up. Uh, there's, there's, there's people walking by, like clearly everyone's going down to experience the uh, founding day festival. All right. So I want to go down into the, uh, into that little area that I found. You merge in with other people easily. Um, you don't like it because, you know, they're lesser, but you do merge in easily with other people and you're walking along. As you're walking through and into the park, you spot a couple of your guys. They don't see you, but you see a couple of those elves that you were dealing with earlier. I just hate them. I just hate them. I know. It's really, really tough when someone's used, when, when someone is useful but they just belong under your feet. They're just the worst. Fuck them. They could go do something useful or you could crush them like they belong. <laughs> so what are you going to do, Haldir? Because how, how how would I be tracked? I guess that's the thing is I just don't know. You know, it's possible that, because that, clearly they tracked me to the hotel. I don't know how they did that. Well, you, you know. do know how they did that. Oh, oh, mean the first time or the second no, time? No, the second time. The second time they didn't track you. They were just guys out there waiting. Why'd they call the cops though? Like because, because the cops work for Haldir. 
But if they didn't know I was in, do you see what I'm saying? So if they didn't know I was in the hotel the second They've time. been stationed outside the hotel the entire time. Oh, so they, they saw your car in. pull they up. They saw you, in. they saw you pull in. There was clearly some calls going on while, while you were meditating. And finally they they just decided to send in the SWAT team. That was just old fashioned footwork. So and that's all that was. They did give me time. They did give me time to meditate. But um, fortunately for you, Elder Haldir was a little busy getting ready for the ceremony. Also, Elder Haldir has been told not to be interrupted while he's meditating. So that just happened to line up just right. And it's the only reason why you got away with that. All right. I think, um, shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, many older Haldirs got even more vicious than young Haldir was. So most of his bodyguards have been under, have had a boot on their neck at least at one point or taken a pretty good punch. Yeah. So they don't like to upset him if they don't have to. It's just like this whole city is just, it's impossible. I mean, I, and Haldir is just not very good at this hiding thing. You know, like he didn't even think about, you know, people that could have been watching the building again. He's like, it's just for him. It's not, it's never been an issue. It's never been a problem. You don't mind so being seen. You want to be seen. Big, huge gestures is what Haldir does. So it's a good point. People were watching and like, there was a good chance. And, you know, I, I can disguise my, my face from the cameras, but you can't disguise your face from, people that are recognized. The problem is, you've got right now is that Haldir's got people and money and influence and power. He'll find you eventually. I mean, I, I mean but can he find me within the next hour? That's, That's a real good question. question. Yep. Um, that I just don't know about. And now as you're walking up, you're still scanning these cameras, right? And you're yeah. seeing now they've made this large stage. So where the half, that almost full circle of glass goes out over it, there's now a stage that goes out over the middle of it. So they're kind of standing directly over it now. And in the middle of that area where there's just a glass kind of platform, maybe 20 feet by 20 feet wide, there's some microphones set up and a little stage has been set up. And you can see a couple people there, a couple people in suits. There's a police officer. There's that woman in red, blonde, curly hair, perfectly done, six feet tall, stiletto heels, very nicely and casually having conversation with everyone around her. You don't see Elder Haldir just yet. So he's going to be, you know, I'm sure he's getting his, um, his shit together. I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to remember what um, the God of War's powers are. Right. So the God of War can do a couple things that you know of right now. You can touch any weapon and summon any weapon that you've, that you've touched back to you. You can kind of give a rousing speech, right? So if you talk to a group of people and give like a, you know, we need to take care of this thing now, you can rile people to your side and get them to join you in a battle. Wouldn't it be perfect way to take um, Big Daddy's Haldir's powers? Whatever those happen to be. Maybe they're nothing. Maybe he has none. But uh, no, he definitely has powers because we could feel him touch like we touched him. Also because you have powers. Also because and I have he's powers. you he's in like, the future. So I, I, wouldn't it be perfect because he's, he's like a ruler is to kill him with his own subjects, right? Right. So if... If there's a possibility here, War is 190, page 197. Um, Did I ever get you a physical world book? No. I, I need to get you one. I've only got a couple left, so I definitely need to pull one to the side. Okay, I'll do that. I would, I would love that. Yeah. 
Well, everyone else has one. You're the only one who is doesn't. Is it Rally? It's Rally. Rally, correct. The invoking time is five minutes. The range is self. What's that mean? Self. So basically, it's, it's centered on you, right? Got as it. long as they can see you and hear you, they can be affected by it. But you've got to talk for five minutes. The god rolls a d20 plus their divinity modifier for every 100 people that can see and hear the god. The total number is the people who will join the god's crusade. Each volunteer is equal to a guard. The god then rolls a d20, their divinity score to determine how many days these followers will remain in the service. This is an incredible spell. It's a fantastic divinity, and it's tailor-made for you, frankly. I just can't think of how I would I can be talk able for to five minutes without being interrupted. Yeah, that is a problem. For five minutes. Five solid minutes. There's just a single text message. Yeah, this will do. Hang tight. Okay. So um, what I want to do then is get, I want to get close to a, uh, um, to one of the God batteries. Like I want to get close to into something that if I touch it, I'll be able to tap into the, the system really easily, you know? So where you've decided to like walk to as you kind of break away from everyone and like casually slip back into these woods, there's like, you know, those green boxes you just casually see everywhere where there's clearly some power shit going yeah. on inside them. It's like that. It's this green, very heavy metal locked box that clearly has a large godstone inside it or some sort of godstone network in order to provide like an amplifier or a battery to this general area. Um, and then as I walk, the, the, those, those um, elves that I saw, I just like whistle. I want to get their attention. And then I, I just wave. I um, beckon them to follow me as I go. And they kind of like look around real quick, but they're wood elves. So they're able to like slide back into those woods real easily. And they walk up to you and they're like, sup boss? What I do is I want to flip them a gold. I want to flip them one gold coin. And I say, um, you're my guard for the afternoon. We got you, boss. And they kind of like hunker down and like like they like like look over. You gonna take him out? Shut the fuck up. Okay, okay. What do you want us to do, boss? You're my guards for the afternoon. Yes, sir. So I have to spell it out for you. Don't let anyone touch me. Okay. Do you want us to like guard this area? Like you're gonna be here? I thought you were wood elves. Do you not know how to guard some fucking trees? And they like, you know, they, they both show that they've got a pistol. They nod like, we got this boss. And they kind of like slip into the woods around, well, not the woods, but they slip into the tree line around you. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. And I want to just, I want to stand there. I'm within sight of everybody. Um, or at least I'm within the sight of the crowd. Hopefully not to like, people aren't going to see me. Cause I don't want to cause the, I mean, if you're in the crowd, you don't want to cause issues as being Haldir. Sure. Especially before he gets right. on stage. Like, Oh look, he's in the crowd. Oh. Yeah. Right. So just like kind of watching from the trees. You can see from where you are. You've got a decent line in. Perfect. So you sit there and the minutes tick on by and it gets to one minute before Haldir is supposed to speak and you feel a wave of divine energy as the sky shimmers above you and directly above where the lost sits, a huge inverted pyramid appears above you, rotating slowly, the tip of which is a glowing glass point that see that's about 20 feet tall and just glows with this incredible light. A beam shines down from it onto the platform beneath it. It's too bright for anyone to look at. And as it fades away, Haldir's just standing there. All right. So any sort of like half-baked plan of getting his 
getting the subjects to kill him. Like, that's just not. <laughs> All right. I guess I didn't realize what the deal was. You know this pyramid. This pyramid is legendary. It's been burned into the memories of anyone who ever saw the old gods. This is the pyramid of Baros, the old god of order. Okay. All right. That's cool. I like that. That's nice. All right. Cool. Um, I guess I wait. All right. It continues to rotate above you, but then just fades and vanishes. Welcome, everyone. Today, and goes into this long speech about unity and about how they can never be beat down and the cowardice of those who fight against the perfection of our of this world we have built will never be to yay and there's cheering it goes on you know it's a couple minutes he's gearing the crowd up you ready i'm ready okay it's gonna be tricky how tricky oh and she like like and like there's a beep and you see an image and the image is of the loss right in front of you right but caitlin's like drawn crudely on it like it was ms paint and she circled the hole several times where the well where the water drops into nothing you gotta uh, jump in there I knew it I just knew it so I just god damn it one minute get so ready where, where is where am I how far how far away am I from you that? are 200 feet from the edge of leaping into this well or this whatever it is this world pool of darkness right in your boat you're and in fact you know if in fact you a little ping of a memory hits you because this feels exactly like when you jumped into the well with Phryne. this yep. feels exactly the same yep. so it's about 200 feet away currently there is lord haldir elder lord haldir flanked by balam a couple police officers there's cops all throughout there's a couple thousand people in between you and that hole that's what you're looking at right now so all right how many so everybody everybody's between me and the hole everyone is between you and the hole everyone except caitlin so balam's god of the sewers right correct should i just fucking kill her um you got pretty banged up by her and she was looking okay i think you ran at the right time one minute she needs can you like can you give me more time I can't. Once this is started, I really can't stop it. Oh, God damn it. 55 seconds. And like your phone now flips over and it's a countdown. I'm trying to think, is there any way for me to use the power that's like the God power in the, because I'm next to the power source, right? Like, is there any way for me to use that to power myself up so I can get, get in there a little bit quicker? Like, is there any way for me to like enter the cameras that are around me and, and like teleport through the cameras and out one can't other camera right now, teleport through cameras. Sadly, you can't teleport through the network. Like, you could touch this battery and get a charge from it. Like if you were bridging with it, but as soon as you stepped away from it, that bridge would be broken. Can I teleport through the wires after just don't it? have that ability? Sadly. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so, um, no, like, I'm looking at like, the powers that I have and there's just nothing. Your I pouch have. rumbles and you can hear the roars of your lions. They're ready to help. I mean, like, what can they do though? I mean, lions bounding through a crowd is going to make a hole, but 
then there's that couple rounds where people could react to you running through. So do you sneak up? Do you charge in? What do you do? Do you get within 110 feet and then boom, thunderstep, blasting the crowd out around you and appearing in this hole? What do you do? What I need is like a distraction of some kind on the opposite end of where I am. And and I, I don't know. So as I... I, the issue is I just don't have any weapons that explode. You know, I don't have any throwable grenades. There's no weapons. You got like, people. You got a couple people anyway. I have a couple. I, I have a couple people that are gonna need to take. So, yeah, and like Caitlin's not gonna like me murdering people in the crowd, right? So, like, she won't be thrilled if that's the action you're taking. Don't, don't think she'll be thrilled. And like, also, if these people ask, if I ask these elves to attack one of Haldir's personal guard, probably that's hesitate. probably not going to go over really well. Right. right. How else could they make a distraction? You could ask them. Yeah, no, I definitely could. Oh, uh, well, you just wanted to make a lot of noise, like drop people's attention. Yes. And they kind of look at each other. How much time we got? Uh, five seconds. Uh, I, I got, so wait, hold on. It's, two, it's 200 yards. How long will it take me to run that whole way without using... I mean, like 20 seconds. Like, it's not that so, far. Yeah. Yeah. So you have, um, so I, I'm, at, I'm at 50, probably 50 seconds now. You have, um, you have 30 seconds. Okay. And like pull out their guns and they go sprinting out into the area and just start firing into the air as they're running away. The crowd starts to yell. People start to like look around. You see a couple guards like start rushing after them that way, like kind of running past the forested area where you're at. And there's your distraction. Yeah, so I just bolt. I'm going to have to roll a perception roll. Oh no. Okay, roll a 19. So you bolt and there's confusion all around you, but you feel... Balam, you feel her eyes track and her and narrow, and you see her shoulders rip open as she leaps over the hole and goes to meet you. I would like initiative. That is a very uncool. Balam is not your friend. Ooh, that's a ten. I wrote a 15. So she Fuck. bounds over these people and, and like you're trying, I'm assuming just trying to run past her, right? I want to, I mean, I want to get to the hole, but if she's going to make me engage, I'm going to have to engage. She's definitely going to engage. So she just comes down on you with two claws and tries to drive them into you. 12. So she comes down on you, but someone gets in the way and she just like right in front of you, just puts her claws through this guy's throat as blood splashes on your face, but you're able to kind of juke around her and you can keep running if you want to on your turn. Can I use banishment? I mean, you can try. What's the save there for her? So the banishment save is going to be a charisma. So it would be a difficulty 14 for her to beat. I mean, so the problem with sending my lions out is because I, I, I worry that you I'm want not gonna, back. Yeah. Yeah. You want them back. But I just like the satisfaction of banishing her would be just. Well, it's like so she's only gone for a minute and then she's coming back. Yeah, I know, but it would be, you know, pretty satisfying. So, yeah, no, I think, I I mean, I think Thunderstep has to be the way to do it, right? It's pretty logical. So then what do I have to roll for that? Nothing. It just goes off. So, boom, it explodes and blasts everything around you. Uh, She's going to make a constitution save to see if she can absorb some of the damage. And I would like you to roll 4 die 10. She rolled a 2. I rolled a 22. You see her realize just the last second that you're going to do this to her again. Fuck. As there's this explosion of light energy, she gets blasted back, 
couple people get blasted too. Like there's a couple officers that were running towards you that just get blasted backwards. They don't look like they're going to die, but they don't look great. And you vanish from where you are and now you appear 30 feet away from this hole. Would you like to run into the hole? Yeah. <laughs> Throw myself in. Yeah. Everyone is looking in the direction of, of the person who vanished in a thunderbolt and appeared 30 feet away from this place. There's confusion on Spiro's faces as they see yours, and they're looking back towards Elder Haldir, and you see him stand up and just darkness well behind him as a brilliant light appears from the top and begins to shine down on this entire platform, including the hole you're in. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 20. You feel heavy and you feel like your mind is just being pressed down. Like if there was a boot inside your brain, just stepping down and everything became hard and thick and difficult to move through, but you fight it and you manage to get to that hole. And just as Haldir is closing his fist, just as Elder Haldir could not be filled with more rage and anger, just as that negative black energy crackles along his back that you'd seen so many times when he was your patron, you dive off straight down into this well as reality seems to unfold and the sounds of, of the city seem to vanish from very, very far away. And you're just in total darkness. And we're going to hold right there and pick up with the rest of the crew when we all play together. Thank you for listening to the season five finale of God's Fall. We are playing with the full crew this weekend and working to bring you Season 6 of God's Fall as soon as possible. We are recording remotely, and we could really use your help to ensure we can keep recording. If you ever wanted to play in a God's Fall game, we are currently running an all-patron crew of young demigods as they try and survive the Union. You can sign up to be part of your own God's Fall game, get new episodes early, and gain access to exclusive behind-the-scenes content on patreon.com slash godsfall. You can also catch live shows from us at twitch.tv slash godsfall and get updates from us firsthand at twitter.com slash godsfall. So thank you all for your support, thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next time for Season 6 in the World of the Five Kingdoms. This show was produced and edited by Dead Ghost Productions. Find out more about us and all the shows we make at deadghostpro.com. Deadghostpro.com